Hello and welcome back to the F24 podcast. My name is David and each week, well nearly each week, I have a creative come over to my studio in North Acton to talk about their lives and interactions with London, culture and creativity. I hope you're all well. I've been killer busy. It's been quite a nice year so far and logistical business tasks are pulling me every day at the minute. Loads of projects on, so bear with me if I miss a week. Don't know if you've checked the website yet. If not, please do, f24podcast.com and obviously we're on Twitter and Instagram at f24podcast for you to check the clips and all that. So this week, we got Candy Bandita from GOT. She came over and we had a great and funny chat. Candy's been involved in the culture since the 90s and after coming across the South Bank on a school trip, it really took her in. What she saw there and the energy she felt really enamoured her and she decided to follow it up by getting back there as soon as possible. She tells us about the first people she met in graffiti and skating cultures and what she got from it in those early years and also about her passion for music and where that comes from. Also get into what she does to support her art pursuits and a bit of chat about the crew, GOT, Gyros on Tuesday. It was great, honest and inspiring. Really funny as well. I loved it. Go and check Candy at Candy underscore Bandita on Instagram whilst you're listening. Enjoy it. This is F24. Wicked. Thanks for coming around. Anytime. Wicked. <laughs> it's nice to meet you properly at last. Because, yeah, we must have crossed paths in the... Well, well we have. I did that... Um... I did that job for you. Oh, right? that's right. Yeah, yeah. with right. like sugar paint. Yeah, yeah, with, that like, was nuts. It was like um, a like a workshop with sort of at some university. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it was... You know what? Quite weirdly, the carpenter who made that wall ended up keeping it. No way. Yeah, he went up there and oh, picked it because <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. Okay. And uh, yeah, he oh, went and picked nice. it up after the job was done because they didn't want it. They yeah. couldn't house it anywhere. And I think he's got it up in his studio now. Oh, yes, that's lovely. <laughs> he's in studio, yeah. Oh, wow. He's kept it. Yeah, that's I right, it. I forgot. Yeah, yeah I forgot. We had and that, that was the first, um, it was the first time I'd kind of used sugar paint as mm. well. And that was really, it was actually amazing because I drove there and I drove back. Yeah. And usually if I go painting and I drive back, I'm always a little bit like, woo. A bit <laughs> like, spun out, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But like the sugar paint, I didn't at all. So, ah. you know. It's not bad, is it? No. I don't I... work for sugar or anything. No, no, no. I didn't promote it. Yeah, well, that's, we had to use it. You had to use it, didn't you? Because yeah, it's of... indoors. Exactly, yeah. And it, it and really it was... did its it did its thing. Yeah, no, that was, oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that job. Yeah. yeah. that was wicked. Yeah, wicked. Oh, yeah, yeah so, it was yeah, good. Thanks course, for that. You have nice. Cheers. No worries. So let's start at the beginning. Where are you from? Uh, I am from Brentford. Brentford? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'm West London gal. Yeah. Um, so I lived... How was that over there? Yeah, it's, it was fine. I mean, there was nothing, there's nothing to do and there's no transport link. So as I was growing up, it was a bit fraught for things to do. Yeah. I suppose <laughs> you didn't realise for a while and then you realised yeah. the fuck of the trains. Well, there's, so basically there's, a, there's one mainline train that goes into Waterloo. Yeah. And... Um, I kind of I got into skateboarding like quite young because I could get from Brent, I could bunk the train from Brentford to Waterloo, Wish go and skate at the South Bank. So I was doing that from about thirteen. Were there other people from your area doing that as well? Uh, no, so I didn't know anyone in my area. Okay. So that's that's the thing. I was always just sort of on my own. Um, <laughs> oh, she's adorable. Bree. Bree. Yes, Bree. She's going to be interviewing now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't have anyone. I didn't really have. So I, I, I grew up in Brentford, but I went to school in Chiswick. Oh, right. Okay. Like um, Chiswick Community School. Yeah. And so all my friends were from like around Chiswick. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I used to go, I used to go and bunk the train and go and skate at South Bank. Wicked. And um, that's kind of just through skateboarding, like, was where my all my influences came from. Like, How I think, did you, you get know, into skateboarding? What was it? 
Um, I don't really know. Actually, I do know. Um, we went on a school trip to the Momi, which is now the BFI building. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. The Museum of Moving Image. Anyway, we went there. Yeah. And like we walked under the South Bank and I was just like, oh my God, like what are they doing? And yeah. then I, I sort of bunked off and just stayed at the South Bank, was watching these like, kids skate. And I was just like, yeah, I really want to do that. Properly. Really want to do that. So um, bought like a board from, from Argos. And then yeah. eventually like my parents were like, oh, I'll buy you a proper thing <laughs> after like, ham, ham, you know, like... Yeah asking them for ages um so yeah so i used to yeah so i used to skate and that's kind of where i got into graffiti and and music and that's where all of that came from yeah. basically i think without skateboarding i don't really know i i, I often wonder who i'd be without it right, yeah. and i still skate now um i skate sort of every week i was trying to get back into it um but i had uh, i came off my board and um totally obliterated my knee oh, shit. and had um i've had seven operations across both knees over the course of about 10 years oh, like yeah it's pretty mental because and of skating and because yeah. of skating yeah i did my acl and then they they bodged the operation oh, um shit. which one of the doctors actually said that but anyway yeah and then um yeah, and then I had like a cadaver, which was like a dead person's bit in my knee. Tried that, and then then they're like, that hasn't worked. And they took a bit out of this one, put it in that one, and like, um, yeah. And so for years, I was I had this like sort of one of them braces, you yeah, see, yeah, yeah. like around your leg for, for ages, and just physio, physio, physio for like Fucking years. Hell. And you want to skate again? <laughs> oh, I still skate. I skate now. Yeah, I mean, they told the doctors told me I would never skate again. And like NHS physio, they don't really cater for people who used to be into sport as well like because I used to I, I did taekwondo as well right and um I was competed at a really high level like I was I, I actually did the this sounds really like pretentious but I did the world championships and wow. got silver Fucking which is pretty mental was that but when then, you were young Girl, I was about sorry. 25 oh right yeah. okay so you've done it for years yeah and, years. and that's when I did my knees and then oh, just the, the, the rest is history but that's I'm kind of relieved because once you get to that level the next, I don't know, there's a lot of commitment involved then after that. it's a that, live takeover. So, so up to that point, fine. it was loads of hobby. It was just, I like doing this. And yeah. It's wicked and competing was brilliant. But. Yeah, exactly. And I've, got, I've, got, I've done that, tick, yeah, done. Like. Yeah, silver in the world, man. <laughs> yeah. It's killing it. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, so while I was like, like not able to, well, I was in, I was on like incapacity benefit and just at home, I kind of got into programming. Uh-huh. Um, so that's, and that's eventually what I do now. Well, not programming, but I do like, um, user interface design and product oh, right. design and stuff. So Crazy. had it not been for that, that yeah. wouldn't have happened. And you know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. one of those kind of all things, things, the way it all on. kind of works out. So really. um, what years were you going to the South Bank? Was this in... So South Bank, I was probably like, oh, like 15 to about... I mean, I still skate there now, really. Yeah. What was this, the 90s? Yeah. The 2000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wicked, yeah, amazing old. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It was... It, um, it was just such an interesting place down yeah. there. Just such a melting pot of so many different people. And like, you know, like skateboarding kind of, it, it had no, um, there was just so many, yeah, different people, creed, colour, religion, yeah. um, like classes. There was nothing to tick you know. to get into it. No. You didn't have to tick any boxes. And you just took everyone at face value. And yeah. there were people there that I used to skate with who were like, you know, re- really like, proper rich and people who were proper poor but you never sort of no one cared no it wasn't like a it didn't really it's a great thing about culture isn't it yeah Yeah. Yeah. until I'm a little bit older and I kind of realise that there is actually a bit of that that's not normal or you know that society isn't as inclusive as what skateboarding was you see the same in the graph world yeah definitely yeah massive wet 
width and width. Yeah. Breadth and width of you know various parts of people's society. Absolutely. Society, yeah. So you can't stereotype it. People try to stereotype it, but yeah, you can't. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I got into graph through that. Um, I had some amazing buddies down. South Did you paint Bank. there as well, then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We always used to paint down there. Wicked. Um, that yeah, it was just kind of skateboarding. Graph went hand in hand for me. Yeah. How was school? School, I didn't really get on at school. No. Couldn't really be bothered. Didn't really want to do it. <laughs> I just, I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really get on in my year. Yeah. Um, I did quite well. And then like when I, when I, as, as soon as I finished my GCSEs, I went, <clears throat> excuse me, went to uh, uh, Richmond College. So uh-huh. I did my A-levels there instead of like at school. Staying on, yeah. And yeah. I don't really know many people from my school now. Um, I've got like one or two that I still see. How yeah. was Richmond? Uh, Richmond was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that's where I met Joe She. Uh, she. Uh-huh. Um, and so who writes as well? Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been. She's like my sister from another mister. Like we've been friends for like Wicked. ever. Um, and we we both kind of got into graph like separately, uh-huh. and then it and then sort of we're like oh we're both doing this like it's kind of interesting, um, but yeah God we we were absolute tear up. There was four of us. It was me, Joe, Alexa, and Claire, and we just used to, yeah we used to tear it up Claire, in, like, just on the sesh. No, not not Chalk, but I did know Chalk loosely at that time, uh-huh. um, and it wasn't until later that I got to know her and then oh, got right, cool. put in the crew and stuff. So, but the four of you then she painting as well. She, we weren't painting then, no. and and it's funny because we we've talked about this before. We were like, well, we were just like if if we'd been painting at that age yeah. like properly, yeah. we would either be in jail or, or or be dead right yeah. like because we were we were proper tear aways <laughs> and to have something like that i don't know yeah. like there's part of us that is just like oh man part of you wishes you did yeah i mean we would have knows. killed it yeah. we would have absolutely killed it. we would have just egged, yeah. egged each other on and we would have absolutely killed it but um but we didn't and i feel like there's a reason yeah what were you doing <laughs> what was it you were doing in college was it art or i did well fuck i can't remember uh art photography english lit and then I did a city and guilds in radio and journalism, oh, which wow. has come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> city and guilds. And well, what was, no, well, yeah. What was taking up your time with she then if you weren't painting? It was just hanging just out on the just sesh. being mad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just on the sesh all the time. With yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. loads of laughs. Yeah. Fucker. And then I went to uni. Oh, right. So I wanted to go away for uni and went to, I ended up getting a place at, um, Chelsea College did a foundation there and nice. then got a place at LCC and then did my degree there and um and again that was right next to the South Bank so I kind of that was my like second wave of like getting yeah. back into did you move out of home well. for that then yeah you no, stay, no no you no, no. my yet? parents couldn't afford to send me away so no. so like yeah I'm like the only person in my family who's gone to university so we'll... it, yeah amazing thing to have done yeah yeah so yeah so that's that's my education history um, when you left education, <clears throat> you skating still part of your life? And yeah, skating was, pieces. yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. And what, so what did you do after that? Um, get into work life? Or... I did, yeah. Yeah. I uh, went straight into work. Um, I, so I did interactive design at uni, 
which was like quite pioneering at the time. Like it was, I mean, this is, I'm talking like, I graduated in 2005 uh-huh. and that wasn't, I mean, there was like six people in my class and it was amazing. Wow. Like literally did like some really awesome stuff. Like no, nothing code based, but uh-huh. it was all like design, but inter- like lit- physical interaction. And so like my final projects were brilliant. Like I did one of them, they're all graffiti based. <clears throat> Sorry. The, um, one, I bought this like, spray paint um like which has got like uh beads in it so like so when you take so when you flash a light on it it reflects you know the signs or the road markings and stuff like that but i got it in a can wow and i went under the stanchions like you know um brentford like the great west road there's all these stanchions underneath so i was just like doing these little flowers all the way along so when you drove across when you drove past it it would just flash up these flowers that pop 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 so that was one that i did um another one was like an interactive graffiti wall which was like um this photoluminescent material if you use like a particular frequency of light like a uv light you can draw on it like um uh, you can draw on it and you can see it and then it sort of gradually fades away which is really fun and then like i did that um um uh, the South Bank Centre and like uh, Future Sonic Inter- Interactive Festival in Manchester Blimey. and like kind of yeah and I used to do it at Throwdown which was a break dancing night that my mate used to run that we used to go to all the time and um, so yeah it was just so much fun yeah. like I mean loads of experimenting and yeah you'd never get the, the opportunity in your in your real life to do stuff Six like that in the class man. I know I know well he lied the tutor he was brilliant uh, but he lied on the on the thing to say there was 10 because he couldn't do it with six but right. yeah. yeah and um um <sighs> but yeah like you just don't get so anyway so i came out of uni yeah. and it was like you know you, you put your cv together and stuff and i'm like yeah i'm an interactive designer and at the time i just kept getting jobs for like well can you build oracle database warehouses and i'm like uh-huh. I have no idea what even <laughs> that is like i've got some like weird robots that you might be interested in um so yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like you do a degree but actually it d- doesn't really mean shit until you just need to have experience yeah um and so it's such a kick in the teeth man to have yeah. so much fun is it three years yeah three years and then including the the foundation was four so yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't really. I mean, it was just it was it was just a laugh, really. Yeah, it? yeah, sounds great. But, but just, yeah, saying like yeah. the next step, you can't just go and do. You it. can't just go and walk in and do yeah. carry on doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Um, but I think I did quite well at uni as well because I think I didn't have the distraction. Like all of my friends went away and you know kind of moved out and yeah. and all of that stuff, which I, I at the time was really like, oh, that's all I want to do. But actually, it just made. I, you know, I actually focused on my work. Whereas you then kept you steady, just, yeah. You, you already getting experienced pissed. the yeah. city. Do you know what yeah, I mean? You knew yeah. it inside out. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And it might have been annoying. You might have wanted to go to Brighton or whatever, but mm. it is what it is. And you're right, you've got to get, keep your head down, basically. Yeah, yeah, you? exactly. And it did me. It did me the, it did me the world of good. But I, I came out of uni, and so I ended up working. My first job was working in a data centre um, where I was plugging cat5 cables into from one server to another and in day in 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 like server warehouses they they have like a floor like this yeah. um 
about a foot high with fan loads and loads of fans it's really noisy and you've got to like get you go it's called floor diving so you have to pull up like the trap door and then you yeah. go under and you have to army crawl with a cat five cable to what? go and plug it into the other server and and you'd and you'd write you'd have to draw out like server maps and stuff <laughs> like it's mental. The are, yeah, yeah it's like the kind of thing that you'd be like i've never thought about how yeah. this happens yeah definitely <laughs> so that was that was kind of an interesting experience as well um, and at least it was slightly tech related that's as well. That's a real behind the scenes thing, isn't yeah, it? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts and bolts. Right yeah, there. Lit- like quite literally. literally. Yeah, yeah, quite literally. Yeah, it was something you would never think of. You're right. You'd think the setup happened. Yeah, and then that's it. And as as websites grow, they they need more service space, and so you got to like you got to rig them up and stuff. Yeah. So was weird. this working for companies that had these big ass? This was work- yeah. yeah, it was working for one company. Right. Yeah. And. Um, uh, yeah, and I kind of just got started getting into web design, and then um, I always knew I wanted to do something in tech. I always knew I wanted to work in tech because it just wasn't going to go away. Yeah, you know, like is it as you know in our lifetimes, like technology is probably the most important thing. You know, must be like it's probably we're probably at the start of like a. Um, like an industrial revolution. Oh yeah, this is it. We're only yeah. twenty thirty years in. Yeah, like twenty years in of this smartness. Yeah. 20, 20 years is nothing it's in mental. humanity. Nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so and I find it really exciting. Yeah, and nice. I just want to ha- I want to have, you know, my hand in that pie. Yeah. <laughs> so is- got into web design, did my knees in, learned to code, started freelancing, making like websites for small businesses, and then started um, getting contracts for like really big websites. So I did like uh royal mail eurostar wow. like yeah like massive massive crazy big websites you work with teams on that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i was one of it yeah as a front-end developer Wicked. but then i realized that front-end development is not for me it's quite you have to work with people well it's just quite behind your computer and you don't really interact with people very much mm-hmm. And the people that you work with are very logically minded rather than creative minded. Yeah. And that was something that was a bit, I, yeah, I find it a bit difficult. I suppose it's like a, it's just pure feedback, I suppose you're dealing with, isn't it? And then yeah. a load of, yeah, logical thought. Well, it, it, you know, it's funny about front-end development because it's such a thankless job. Yeah. <laughs> you like spend days doing something and then you show someone expecting to be like oh wow this works this works they don't all they see is the things that don't work <laughs> they're like oh that doesn't that button doesn't work you're like oh yeah but yeah. this works the whole search functionality works you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's proper thankless so i just kind of got to the point where i was like oh this is shit and what about the creative side of it was so yeah so then so i was always designing yeah. um and i was always doing like I, I called myself a front-end designer, so mm-hmm. I could code, I could design and code, Wicked. which was kind of niche. Mm. Um, now, now that's got a name, and that's called like UX designer, so okay. which is what I do. Yeah. Or product designer, because uh-huh. I code, I do user interface, and I do user research. So that that's kind of under the umbrella of, of all that. Um, so yeah, so I've just kind of, kind of moved, like Through surfed, surfed the tech wave for the for the last. Wicked the last few years in terms of career but, so, um, so how have you managed then like I wouldn't have known you had such a not that I don't know you've painted so much <laughs> it doesn't that seems like a, you do a lot your work is a lot do you yeah know what I mean your daily stuff is a lot I've painted 
I don't know, I've probably done like four or five pieces this year. Like, <laughs> if that. It was the same here, but, I think. You've, but you've painted a lot. So how, what happened? When did that kind of, when did that start to speed up? So I, I basically started contracting, which means that you get like a contract with uh, a company, a, a really large company, and then they, they all have you for, <clears throat> sorry, like three months to six months, maybe yeah. two years, whatever. And then and pay you a really high day rate yeah. and that is your life like yeah. you're completely that's all you do My and then work like that, really yeah. yeah she's worked like that before and then so then i would just take a contract you know get my head down for six months or so and then as soon as I finish I just have like three months off I go traveling go painting yeah. and I just felt, felt that it kind of gave me that work-life balance that I you know I think is the dream really that sounds brilliant yeah man. yeah I Sounds did try, brilliant. I did, I took a year off to try and be an artist a couple of years ago. Yeah, I did that once. Yeah, saved yeah. up loads of money. And then I just found out that like, well, uh, you can do it. I could do it yeah. and I could pay my rent and I could just about eat, but I can't afford like Ubers and cocktails. Do you know what I mean? And I, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've got used to this lifestyle yeah. now. So, and like chasing small businesses and people for money and people that, you know, you doing the work and they're not paying you and, you know, things like painting a wall and, uh, and then, the, and then finding out that the, they've paid a company, you know, thousands of pounds to paint in white before you and they're paying you 300 quid, you know, it's like, this is unbelievable, it's man. Like, screw this. Like, I'm not, there. I'm not down with that. So yeah. were you trying to do, were you doing canvases as well? And were you experimenting with other stuff? Was it mainly walls you were painting? Um, yeah, just walls. Oh, and yeah. signage as well. So signage. like, um, you know, uh, sort of hand painted. Yeah. yeah signage. But you'd work had been so good and you'd got into such an interesting role and with all the perks of the money, it was mm. just like, mm. I just you I could, could mix the two again. I couldn't give up my lifestyle. Yeah, you could. You could. Yeah, cool. Jump into art full time, but yeah. I could keep mixing the two, and it'd be absolutely fine. Yeah, exactly. That's kind get, of yeah. That's kind of where I've got. But um, yeah, but it is so, it is difficult to kind of to to so be satisfied. Was that like the pieces you started painting? Were you working at the same time, like before you did the year off? Obviously. Yeah. You were painting already and you were taking those times out. and Yeah. 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 So I guess my graph career went like, I just used to tag and stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, and we used to do like inside. I never, I think I painted one track side with acne when I was quite young, like mm -hmm. up by Waterloo. Um, but yeah, we just, we just do the insides or the outsides as you're waiting for the train, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Cause it was in the night. It was that kind of like. Yeah. 90s and 2000s. It was back jumps. It was the insides. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> So um, I just stayed with you then. Really. It was just always there. Yeah. And like, the, and the, you know, the guys at South Bank called me Candy because I because I've got curly hair and I dyed it. I used to dye it pink because it was the night. It's all coming back now, like yeah. the dyed hair. But I, you know, I was there. Yeah. Um, but they used to call me the Candy Girl because it looked like I had candy floss hair. Wicked. So I kept it and yeah. like, which is which was fun but until you get to your thirties and you know, <laughs> it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Like, why are you cook it? Well, um, you know, well. <laughs> but you got to keep it, haven't you? Yeah, That's yeah, your name. Can't change That's it. your brand. No, exactly. That's a, it's a weird thing getting older. And you're like, yeah, I, uh, I have a tag. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nearly 40. And yeah, I do, I do have a tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it was always just there. And then um, it wasn't until, so I moved to Shepherd's Bush. Um, I got my, like, um, like I'm on the housing association. So I got, I got oh, my wicked. flat. 
in Shepherd's Bush. And that's when I started, because I never knew anyone mm. that, that painted. And the only painting that I really did was, uh, so in Brentford, like I said, there was nothing there. And it's getting better, but there was, I mean, it's like industrial estates yeah. and derelict factories and stuff like that. And because I never had any money, I would just go and kind of urban explore and like just go and sort of run around and paint the walls and, you know, like just yeah. on my own. I was always on my own doing it. Um, I mean, I was an idiot. I remember, one, <laughs> I remember once like climbing onto the roof of this, like, I don't know what it was. It must've been like some ship thing. Cause it's right by the docks. Um, like a ship warehouse or something. So it's like yeah. three stories high, but no floors in, in one bit of it. So yeah. anyway, I got onto the roof and, um, and, uh, I was walking along and then like put my foot through the roof and there's like a three story drop. <laughs> and I, I think to myself like, fuck man. I was like, if I, if I fell, I would have had, I either, the best, the best thing to happen would, I would, I would die instantly. Yeah. The second thing would be that oh I'd just be crippled God. and no one would find me. And no. I just thought, God, what a fucking mentalist. Like, Do you know that happened to Trev, I think. You know Trev? Yeah. That happened to him at Wandsworth. He hurt, he broke his leg in Wandsworth and he's by himself. Really? Yeah. I, can't, I don't know how he got out, but Fucking King Trev. Yeah. yeah That's I, some I, dangerous shit we do out it there. It is, yeah. Oh, well, yourself. I remember those. I remember that. Uh, Wandsworth Scots. The Wandsworth Scots, yeah. yeah. That was wicked, that place. Yeah, really good fun, yeah. yeah. So, um, painting and painting pieces are not knowing many people and you moved to Shepherd's Bush. And... I moved to Shepherd's Bush and then I, I got to know uh, Jose. Oh, right. So, cool. Jose, theme and... Hope Ski and um, Amber. I've known Amber since like sort of college days. Oh, sort of like loosely like friends. I used yeah. to know him really well. Um, so it was when I moved to Shepherd's Bush in about 2012 that I suddenly had people to paint with. Amazing. And, uh, and a good team as well. Man. Yeah, they were amazing. I yeah. mean, I, I, I owe sick. them, all of them, like so much for just, you know, it's quite intimidating being a girl really. Yeah. Like, and um, you, you're not just going to rock up to a hall of fame and go and paint unless you're with people yeah. like you know um so that get you know kind of gave me the confidence to actually go and do it so they were just yeah top squad Wicked. basically Jose's yeah. sick man i love his stuff yeah 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 He's banging. we were like i love all of their stuff close, but yeah. yeah proper close friends at that time it was really good mm. and then like and then got put put in goth how did you get that so chuck uh I will, oh, you know what? Because Chuck, she was doing those girl jams. Yeah. She was doing like the got jams. And um, uh, me and she went down a couple of times and then she was just like, yeah, do you want to be in the crew? It was really safe. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed, I should say this, but I, I, initially I was like, I don't really want to be in a girl crew. Like I don't want to be seen as like a girl writer. I want yeah. to be seen as... As a writer. Just as a writer. Like, you know, despite yeah. the fact that I've got a really fucking girly name. So but everyone knows yeah. about it. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I kind of had my, my, my doubts. But anyway, I was just like, well, you know, girl gang. Yes. Mm, mm. And just met everyone else like Resnick, um, Neonita, Pixie, obviously she, um, f and then there's like, there's, there's more like outside of London, but the, the core London crew, like, well, in fact, all of us were like sisters. Like it's mad now. Like we've known each other for probably like eight years or something, and we're literally like family. Amazing. And it's like it's just it's the best thing. Like yeah, yeah they're definitely great. a good decision. Yeah. And you caused the storm. That crew done amazing things. I could see what you mean by not wanting to be labelled as such. And you're mm. like, would you? I, I could get why you'd question it. Mm. But thank God that crew happened 
because yeah. the, the inspiration has come off the back of it. I can't imagine how wide that must have been now. It's paved the way for... It really has. To, it's opened the scene to, to other girl yeah. writers. And not to diminish anything that any other girl writer had done before you, mm. but the force in which GOT worked mm. and, you know, those productions and the constant paintings and then yeah. Chock with the work that she well, was putting in. Chock just, absolutely killed it. Yeah, I mean, she smashed it. She's the, the, like the biggest hero and legend in my eyes. Like, yeah. you know, she she was killing it, like, you know, despite her gender. Yeah. You know, like she was well, absolutely she was a writer. killing it. Like yeah. you all are, the you're writer. all writers. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, and it was, but yeah, you're right. It was a bit weird thing to like, right, let's make a thing of this. Yeah. But it worked. Yeah, it, I, th- I think the, when it started, it was important. Yeah, and yeah. I think by the time we we kind of got put in, but it, it's funny because we're now talking because we're all like old ladies now. We well, we call ourselves not, Granny yeah. on Grannies on top, <laughs> 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 and we've been we've been trying to kind of like rebrand slightly to just be Got Crew, okay. and, and then coming up with like acronyms for it, like yeah. Gyros on Tuesday, which is one of my favourite <laughs> ones, kids, and. Oh, I, do you know what I can't think of yeah, any right brilliant. now? But They're like, yeah, we come up with them all, yeah. all the time. Yeah, dope. Yeah, yeah. I've known Chuck since Brighton, man. I knew Chuck in the early two thousands. Before mm. I opened my shop, I think I met her. I met her through other writers and selling weed and all that type of shit. Right. But yeah, and she was a force then. Yeah, right? she was on it then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. L, I can't remember the crew now. I remember her hitting up, hitting up a crew in Brighton hard as well, yeah, yeah. and then watching her go back to London and yeah, <clears throat> move one was yeah amazing. Yeah, and all those photos we've seen are just sick. It's crazy. Yeah, she was just absolutely killing it. Yeah. Absolutely killing it, and still does as well. Yeah, yeah, you she's, know, a she's in New Zealand now. I went to go and see her in January. Oh, wicked! And uh, we went and painted a couple of, but like we did like sort of legal, yes, you painting, know, walls yeah, and hobby stuff. days, just, yeah, yeah, and that was that was really nice. Oh, that yeah, sounds lovely. All, she's all happy over there. She's got a house, good and everything. It's like lovely, yeah, wicked man. But I miss her. Yeah, we all miss I her bet. really, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And that's good to hear she's out there. I don't know where she was. Mm. That's nice. Mm. And so, being we've got, how would, how were those first few years? What was that like then? Like, well, I mean, Joe and I have always been painting together. Yeah, well, she and I have always been painting together, and um, it was just more people to paint with, and we're all so different. Mm-hmm. Like everyone in the crew has completely different styles that yeah. actually some of our productions and like we all laugh like our productions are dreadful yeah you think <laughs> it's so funny we have we've yet to kind of like work out how to get all of our really completely separate styles united on a wall like really okay. funny yeah but we we just have so much fun painting together yeah. and like and more than that as well like it's you know they're like i say they're they're my best friends like at the moment i've got faye who's, who's um bubs who is up in newcastle but she's come down she's she's a tattoo artist uh-huh. and so she's come down and she's doing like a residency in in you know in london somewhere so she's staying with me at the moment and Lovely. like you know like we're, we're all just sort of there for each other all the time like i speak to them like every day we've got whatsapp groups so we're, we're you built connected. a nice network with yeah it, really good network yeah, yeah that's really good that's amazing yeah and what yeah. were your most active years with those lot do you think what were the most like i think it's like i mean it, it, this is quite late on really because I, I think we've i've been in got for about oh, i don't even know probably about six years or something yeah, yeah. but you've been, you put you you were at the jams and all that type of stuff of them and you yeah we went to the jams, jams and then the, and then like 
Uh, then it all kind of went a bit weird. There was some woman who came along who just didn't know anything about the scene, and as that that is a product of um, of what got got kind of paved the way. Like I'm saying, they sort of paved the way for like it, it, for it to be an inclusive space for women and girls to get involved in the graph scene. But as a byproduct of that, you've also got um, people kind of leeching it as well. And uh, we had this one particular leech, and I'm not going to... There's quite a few, actually, but there's one in particular, and she basically took the got jams and just made it into something absolutely appalling. And oh, shit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty... Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But yeah. yeah it happens, though, man. We walk into yeah. these... I mean, this is the thing. It's the crossover with culture and, like, commodity or business, like, it can be done... But it has to be done with kid gloves. Yeah. And it has to come with morals and the things that the culture's built from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For it and to it, be authentic. Absolutely. And yeah. if it, because I've, I've been in business for 17 years, like I'm part of this, you know, back when I started, the word sellout was still quite a big thing. Mm. Like it's not as much anymore, thank yeah. God. Yeah. But um, yeah, trying to find that line and draw that line, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but it's, ne it's necessary, man. Yeah. Like, because you just end up looking silly. It yeah. Just, it loses Yeah, its... but at the same time, I think there's... You do end up looking silly, but to, to the right people, there's certain people that... So don't when it goes it. mainstream, yeah. people don't see that. No. They don't understand that that is that, that, that this whatever this is that someone's created is is completely... Well, like, and then, then we become collateral damage. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I think that's the... That's the shit we have to carry by being part of the culture. If we decide not to cross over, if we decide not to sell out as such yeah that's on us yeah. we have to then just accept the pain that comes with what the other people will do and that's that's the sad and i'm sure it happens in many cultures you know yeah, i don't sure. i know fuck all about dj culture but i can't imagine mm. like brie can you stop being a pest <laughs> can you stop it on your bed now <laughs> go on well yeah i mean i um, so i dj as well yeah um Wicked. speaking of djing yeah. um so I, I got into like drum and bass um, quite when I was quite young and the whole sort of like raving scene, Wicked. you know, going to squat parties and stuff like that. And then in about, about 2010, I started doing like a radio show with um, my mate, uh, Oliver York, who was, was called Chromatic at the time, so we were Chromatic and Candy, and we used to do this like um, uh, drum and bass radio show. Wicked. And then that, that turned into like a club night. So we, we, were, we had like a club night at Gingling. Remember Gingling? Yeah. Um, so we used to do nights down there, which was, um, all kind of like the newer kind of minimal yep. stuff, like, like autonomic D bridge, all of that kind mm -hmm. of like new wave of, of, um, drum and bass. Drum and bass. Sound, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, that was really, that was when really was, When was that? That was about 2000, about 2010. I and think. had you been in, you've been into DJing for years, you've been into music yeah. for years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I used to run. I used to run a online radio station called Killer Waves, which oh, was off it? the back of a, a torrent site. We used to run like a music torrent site as well. And then it had a radio station on that as well. It was all like on the dark web kind of. So that was the tech side of you. Yeah, exactly. Stuff to use. Which is what, and that's why I like uh, music production and, and DJing because it is technical and, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of got that logical edge, but it's still creative. And then is it um, electronic music mostly like drum and bass and house and all that type of stuff? Is yeah. That's your music. Yeah. So uh, drum and bass has always been my first love. Like my, my heart beats at 170 BPM. Wicked. 
but um, I just sort of started to grow out of it. And then the dubstep thing happened yeah. and I really got into dubstep and um, and then garage. So and now I get a lot of garage bookings as well. Wow, okay. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of play everything. Really. I don't really have one genre. Do you, you see know. people, do you see leeches in that scene then as well, do you think? Do you know what? I, I don't really, I don't really immerse myself in in in, this, that level. in in that scene so much um and also because i think it's quite a uh solitary thing like making beats you're in the studio and you're yeah. on your own whereas like graph you're out and you see people yeah. and you know it's like with skateboarding and you know that's more of a sociable thing whereas like music and djing is very kind of like you're just you're just in your studio um but my so my old but i've got two brothers and they're both producers and my older one right. is like um absolutely killing it he's like he's had like number one hits oh amazing like, yeah. yeah he's like he did like um you know that rag and bone man tune yeah. that's his tune so oh wow and uh he's done stuff on the mary j blige album disclosure like all of that so well, he's like no, he's, he's killing absolutely it. Yeah, yeah. Killing really it. killing it yeah yeah, yeah. Like, what the term is for like. yeah <laughs> 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 and he's like whenever i call him he's in la you yeah, know he's working wicked. with some artists i've never heard of and you know i just can't keep up with him um so I think maybe with that influence, I'm just, I don't know, like music is my, you know, is, is in, is my absolute passion. Did your brothers introduce you to music? Yeah. Well, I'm from quite a musical family. Like my, my dad, uh, my dad is a musician. Oh, right. And, uh, yeah, he was like Desmond Decker's like guitarist and, you know, music's always been there. We've always had a record player. My dad's got always got like loads of vinyl, you know, all of that stuff. Oh, so music's oh. always just been there. Yeah. Um, so music to me is like, I mean, I make, I make beats in my room and then I put them on SoundCloud and they get three listens and I'm like, yes, great. You know, yeah, <laughs> like that's brilliant. fine. Yeah. That's, that's three my more people heard it. That's yeah, lovely. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard exactly. it. Three more people. Yeah. Wicked. And then, I mean, I get bookings cause I mean, DJing is, I mean, you can rake it in DJing. And so if I do, I mean, I, I play out probably a couple of times a month, if that. But, you know, £200 for an hour's work. Lovely, is, man. You know, and I've had some really good ones. I had, I was on this agency that was, uh, you just did corporate events where you had to look, you had to look good, which is a bit, Okay. A bit like whoring yourself slightly, but like, you know, do you know what? Listen, give a shit. No, it's, it's, 500 quid to it's turn fine. off like And if three they hours. Would, let them think and perceive <laughs> yeah. whatever they want. Yeah. There's a 500 pound check yeah. at the end of this hour. I'm good. Like, right? I was DJing at Selfridges. I remember I was DJing at Selfridges and uh, he was like, you, ha you know, you have to look, you know, because I, I dress like this, do you know what I mean? So it was just like, yeah, you have to, you know, sort of scrub up basically. And um, I was just playing in this restaurant and they, they kept turning the music down because it was like so, because everyone's <laughs> eating. And it's just weird. There's yeah. this market now for like having a DJ as if, as like ornamental DJ to yeah. have someone to look like it's sort of like, it's a bit weird, but you know, I guess I'm a sellout in that sense. Oh no, you're like, not. You're not. It's nothing. That isn't sellout. I'll tell you, that, that's basically like giving some someone something, something they want it. Okay, cool. It's a shame about the placement, but that's yeah. not on you. No, <laughs> you, you've come to do your skill and get paid for it. Exactly. They yeah. placed it in the wrong. If they think that's cool, yeah. that's on you, mate. N nothing to do with you, Candy. Do no, you know what I mean? It's exactly. all on them. Just take the money and run. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, I, f I found myself in some weird place, and you just kind of think, really? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? 
Like, all right, cool. I'm absolutely surplus yeah. to requirements yeah, right exactly, now, but yeah, as long as yeah. you're going to pay that's me, that's fine. Care. And I'm not blogging this, and I'm not putting on my website. <laughs> this isn't happening. <laughs> yeah, but then I mean, but then I get some some all right gigs. Nice. Um, like I was at Queen of Hoxton last month, just doing like garage and club classics and stuff like that, Wicked. which is really fun. But I mean, I I just I find DJing absolutely terrifying. Yeah, like so scary. I just I'm just an absolute bag of nerves like in the days leading up to it and then when I do it I feel great but the the sort of the pre the the pre-anxiety what, and you just what think, is that what I mean what what are you worried about is it just uh, it not working yeah. Do, yeah everything yeah just anything you could think of people not liking it right dropping the wrong tune on the wrong like yeah. deck um just uh yeah, just just the million and up. one things you think of them all. Yeah, yeah, and or and just people judging you, you know. Yeah, like that. That's what I like about Graph is that what I always liked about Graph is it's like you leave your name and you're anonymous and no one sees you. No, no one attaches this yeah. you to yeah. the, to what's on the wall. Like they see you up and that's you, you know that's enough. That's all they need to know. Yeah. And they can judge that. And then exactly. they'll have all their judgments and all that type of stuff, yeah. but it's not personal. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You Whereas can detach feels, yourself. Yeah. Whereas when you're standing in front of a crowd and everyone's dancing or not dancing, it feels which is personal. the worst, you know, yeah. you're just like, oh God, everyone's looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if but, you do a shit piece in Waterloo on a Tuesday morning, yeah. doesn't matter if anyone yeah. sees it. It's quite, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get told to my face. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite. Um, uh, I just find that that whole aspect of it really, really, really horrible. That people are looking directly at you, yeah, and expecting. I suppose. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you obviously enjoy it to some extent because you. Yeah. Well, I just like music, and I think that DJing has sort of been a byproduct again, you know, like a byproduct of it. But it's sort of accidental that I've ended up sort of playing out. But you know, if I get offered, if if someone's going to pay me to play some music, yeah. then obviously I'm going to do it. You love it because so, yeah. I love it, and that's something I do. Yeah, it's nice to have this little mix that you've got going on. Like, got, yeah, you I know. sort of oscillate between music and art like this. Yeah, and then have and have this good fucking career like mm. in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I feel size. like I have a good work-life balance. Or I, I strive to do that. Really. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine you live in London. I know yeah. we know what that's like. Mm. It isn't easy. You know what I mean, mm. whether you're working a great job or not, whether you're getting to do the shit you love to do or not, living in this city is hard. So, just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when you when you mm. break it down a bit and get to know those, you look at those different things and you get mm. to do them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I just don't have enough time for everything. Though. No. That's the thing. And the old, I feel like the older I'm getting, the less time I have. Yeah. So, you know, I have to choose. I feel that. And I come, in, I come home from work and it's like, I've got, you know, all my art stuff this side, I've got all my music stuff this side and mm. I've got a sofa here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I just sit on the sofa yeah. and watch some crap TV. <laughs> I know that one, man. Yeah, believe, I, I, I think back to the years that I could be in the shop all day and then I'd get home and I'd work all evening. I'd be painting canvases on the computer. It wouldn't bother me. Mm. Literally now, I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm just like, it's very, I've got to really make myself do something more yeah. in the evenings. I think that's why I like doing this, actually. Right, Because I'm yeah. not leaving the studio. And it's for no purpose just yeah. to have a lovely chat. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting to not, yeah. Yeah, that, that sofa calling at this age is a... It's a real thing. <laughs> Especially because well, at the moment I'm working for an advertising agency mm. in town and um, yeah, it's quite hot, fast paced. It's really good. Like I get to do um, small, quick projects, which is Wicked. something that like when you're contracting, you don't really get to do because you're just engrossed in one particular yeah. thing. And 
Um, so like, and, and the, the turnover of work's really good. So it's good Lovely. portfolio, and it, it's really good fun. But it's like you know, eight hours. Of, well, it's yeah. usually longer than that. Um, of just constantly constant concentration and coming up with ideas and stuff, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, it's just that when I come home, the thing that I really love to do, which is art and music, yeah. they my creative part of my brain's like, uh, no, nothing left. The sponge afraid. Just like, yeah. squeeze, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's like ringed out. out. It needs refreshing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's nuts. Nice. It feels like there could be. Yeah, I've got a couple of big projects on at the minute, and um, I knew they were coming. Well, I was working on getting them and then I knew they were coming and I thought, yeah, I've blatantly got enough creativity in me to cover these mm. fully. Now I'm really fucking nervous because there is only so much we can carry in a day. I think there is. Creative-wise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't... Not. I'm not going to fuck you. Clients, don't worry if you're listening. Like You're fine. You're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got the plan and I've figured it out yeah. over the last week about how I can do it all. But um, without it being too much. But I did... You know, I was just like, you know, yeah, fine, fine, fine. And... And you realise, hang on one sec, I can't. Like, mm. I will kill myself if I try to do this mm. all like in this way. And yeah, we haven't got it. It's well, just, that's it like my up. my older brother Ben, like the, the producer guy. He, mm. he, I mean, he has to. I don't really understand how he does it. He has to be. He has to constantly create all the time, working with artists, coming up with tunes like all of the time. Nice. I, I can't really do that. That's why I think I like having art mm. and music and something for my day job. But maybe, maybe it's because he gets to do it within that one world. Mm. Whereas what you're trying, to, what you are doing, is you're working and being creative, mm. and then, like me, you're working yeah. and being creative, and then you want to be creative also for like, fun, for, for yourself. fun, for yourself. And yeah. that's where finding that energy is hard. That's it. Yeah, like, yeah I can. Yeah. I'm lucky. I can blend a bit of my creative output within mm. my work obviously being self-employed but yeah I think that so that probably helps me a touch but I can see what you mean mm. by you're just smashed by the end of eight hours yeah. ten hours of yeah I mean when I was I mean when I was work, doing the, the, the big contracts that I was doing like some of those were really intense in that you know I had to wear a suit and I was working in the city and you know and I could, definitely couldn't tell anyone about like Candy Bandita do you know what I mean they would not get like it, it, yeah. it absolutely those two lives had to be completely separate so yeah. like shiny was one person and all of my social is different to like the yeah. candy bandita side and and never the twain shall meet Brilliant. kind of thing yeah you keep them um, separate i try and keep them separate and and i've you know so sort of living like a double life yeah. was kind of interesting I, I quite liked it a little bit like a you know like an agent. yeah like an yeah. agent yeah Do you, i wonder like God, you wonder what it must be like to let... Imagine you let them know. Like, yeah. The reception you would have got would have been so crazy because and mixed. in that world... Yeah, they would have not... They would not understand no, it. They'd be like, what, you're a vandal? Like, what? they would just... Yeah. They would immediately... Yeah. Why? Like, yeah. Why? Why? Never mind yeah. that what. Just why? Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, why? What? Like, why? <laughs> Wouldn't confuse Yeah, no, it would be so baffling for them. Yeah. And you? even the DJ stuff would be probably confusing yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I would tell them a little bit about DJ. For some reason, that's a little bit more approachable. Yeah. You know, everyone loves music, yeah. you know. It's a bit cool on it. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. But yeah, the graffiti or, you know, if I ever <laughs> if, if I ever did talk about it, it would be street art. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, def I mean, I probably am a street artist now, but I, I've always been, 
you know, I'm a graffiti yeah, artist. Yeah, got into like, this for graffiti. Get, yeah, graffiti exactly, artist, yeah, 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 yeah. I really yeah. believe in this shit. Yeah, yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. I paint like this now. I, yeah. I, I still, I, I'd call you a graffiti artist. Good. But, um, you know, if, if you want to term it, it's cool. But you, there was definitely a core reason about this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, believe exactly. in everything it's about. Yeah. Yeah, a hard thing to translate to some people. Absolutely, yeah. And, and there's a lot of people on the scene that, the new, the new school who just don't have that. And I'm not trying to belittle anyone, but like, there's, yeah, there's just some people who just don't have that, yeah. the roots. Well, that comes down to just the way people get into it now, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, you don't need, you know, you had to go and search, you had to leave your borough to go and look at this thing you wanted mm. to find, you mm. know, you wanted to look at graffiti and notice it and understand it and skating and all that type of shit. Now mm. a kid doesn't have to leave their bedroom to look at and want yeah, to be part of. Absolutely, or, yeah. There's no finding out or chatting to people. You don't need to. Mm. It's like <clears throat> democratised, isn't it, by yeah. the internet? Like, yeah. I think it's really sad though, man, mm. because like you say, the interactions, you were walking around Brentford not talking to many people. You turn up in in Waterloo at South Bank and there's mm. thousands mm. literally it's a constant like mm. meeting loads of different types of people yeah and I, look, I, I don't know I'm not a kid now I look at my son though he's 18 and I do wonder what the fuck goes on mm. how these choices are made because you're like mm. who the fuck are you talking to yeah like, when, where's the socialising <laughs> yeah it's mad isn't it yeah it's nuts yeah. and yet you're into things like what's the and so yeah and you wondered where's the depth is there any depth to it do you find things out mm. it's definitely a weird age now I've got a big thing against all that shit. I'm so glad that I'm not... Like, I'm really glad that we're in... What, what are we again? The genera- are we Generation X? Millennials? Can't remember. One of, the, one of them. Yeah. So we're the generation that grew up without mobile phones yeah. and without the internet. And so I think so there was some... St- oh, God, I'm terrible at facts and stats and stuff, but there was some fact that I read, which is like, in a few years' time, or maybe now, um, that the people who are born now will have always had the internet in their life since yeah. they were born do you yeah. know what i mean and like that kind of blew my mind for a bit i was just like wow like man you know. like i know you love tech and i know you, yeah. you think it's a great thing i'm so happy i was born in the 80s yeah, I, I was insane. born new year's day 1980 and i experienced all the 80s and the 90s and i've got you know when phones became available on the <clears throat> at street level not the big bluicks but yeah you know when the nokia's or the one-to-ones came out yeah that was our first experience with mobiles yeah i'm so I, same well same I'm here I'm so glad but same here but I, I also feel a little bit like you know this is the this is the we were part of the, the it's the same with graffiti or well, maybe not DJing but like yeah it's like you saw the growth of this yeah this subculture happen yeah and I kind of feel a bit feel like very that lucky with technology to 100% We're really lucky yeah. to, to have seen what this culture was like before mm. and but before without even knowing what was going to happen as well yeah. Not, obviously you wouldn't know what was going to happen but mm. it's so mad to think back 15 years or 20 years <laughs> if to someone told you like, yeah, that you would have a, you know even if like 20 years ago someone said to you oh you'd have a calculator and a a compass and yeah. uh, you know everything in your pocket on your phone you'd be like shut up yeah. mate. and now I've got fucking I've got maps I've got my emails I'm never left alone I've got maybe four types it. of contact versions for people to get hold of me whatsapp yeah. text message DMs Twitter yeah. like it's <laughs> yeah. crazy I'm so glad I saw what I saw the rise of technology but you know again these the kids that are growing up into it now that, that I'm sure just just as we've we've seen this like speed of technology, they're gonna see exactly the same thing. Mm. You know. I remember when my girlfriend came home with her iPhone, and my son must have been about seven. 
And we were just like blown away with this finger motion shit. And Josh had never seen mobile. He just like, yeah, yeah, just straight away into intuitive. it. Intuitive. Yeah, intuitive, just straight away. Mm. And yeah, it, he'll probably look back and think, I remember when I saw that first iPhone and now yeah. we just blink and things happen. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I remember buttons. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Buttons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah it's a fucking crazy time man yeah it's, it's exciting it's it exciting I mean you can be terrified by it but you've also got to embrace it because it's shit mm. going away I've um, got a bit of a battle with it at the minute because I wonder how you feel about this actually that I'm concerned that our history the culture's history graffiti's history is d- disappearing on Instagram mm-hmm and so people have said to me, yeah, but it's technology, it's great, you know, we're getting to see all this mm. stuff. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but we're seeing it in the palm of our hand. Mm. We very rarely go onto our computer screens and look at Instagram. But, and so we've yeah. got these photos that are going up in stories. I'm worried about people thinking that they're, they've done it and told the story and put the history up and don't feel like they have to do anymore. Yeah, but they won't know because they weren't there. You weren't there, man. No. But you, do you know what I mean? Like, the, it, it's a new, it's changing, yeah. or it has changed. And we were lucky to have been there when that was actually really happening. I don't, I don't mean the current pieces. I think people putting up their paintings today and now, I think that's a fine thing. Mm. I'm concerned about the old school or the people, us mm. putting up our first things and stuff that comes from the 80s and 90s and putting up these stories and these pieces. And then feeling that, all right, cool, I've told a bit of my story. Because I don't, I personally don't think doing an Instagram post is enough history making, like right, or history okay. documentation. Yeah, okay. And so I worry about the fact that, because people are saying, <clears throat> oh yeah, but it's really convenient and, you know, it's free and it's not costly like a book and da da and, you know, technology is great. And I'm like, yeah, but how can that thing, the size of my palm, be justified like documentation of uh, my culture I, yeah. I can't seem to get past that at the yeah minute. yeah I, t- I, I totally you see what I mean I do I do actually yeah. completely understand yeah it's a hard thing it, to put my finger on I mean but it will ju- it, I mean it's just different like so I remember when like you know skate videos when we used to queue up and wait for couldn't wait for this VHS of blue, yeah. the new blueprint vid to come out and you know we queue up and we're waiting and then everyone would buy it or someone would buy it and you'd all go around to the house and yeah. you'd watch it. And then, you know, it was like, oh, fuck, this is so inspiring. And everyone just wanted to go and skate and stuff. Um, and that's how it was back in the day. Same yeah. with, you know... Graph videos, man. Graphics, Getting the message yeah. by Artful Dodger yeah. was, yeah. oh my God, that was buzzing. <laughs> I used to love it. <laughs> um, but then I remember Tony Hawk, the video game came out. Yeah. And that what that did to skate the skateboarding scene at the time was was pretty mental like everyone was just like oh well, this is i mean this is fantasy this is nonsense you can't do like you know 1080s off a yeah. pole like that you know there's absolutely this is not reality yeah and then the next thing the next wave of or the next generation of kids have grown up looking at tony hawk video game and thinking that's what they've got to do and that the level just went it like blew. It, yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I remember watching, um, oh, fuck, I, I can't remember his face, I can't remember his name, but on the Blueprint video, doing like a 360 flip down a set of stairs at Shell Centre, and everyone being like, fuck, that's incredible. Like, kids now, they eat that for breakfast. Right. <laughs> I mean? suppose, yeah, there's that. There's the the speed it's, in progress. Yeah, if we're fed a video every four months or a magazine every four months yeah. when we were younger, our 
our progress levels would have been a bit of an easier slant. Yeah. Whereas these kids are saying, because they're getting so much information and they're getting this wild information as well, they're getting better quicker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, with they're, the amount like that's the, coming the, through. The bar is set yeah. high, like... Um, and you kind of get that with you can also compare it to, to music as well finding new music so you yeah. used to go to record shops and you used to go and look through records and play records and you'd have to know what you were kind of looking for yeah. and stuff um, whereas now there's so much music and it's so easy to make music and there's so many channels to put it out there and for people to obtain it that finding records again it's like digging you still have to dig I suppose you you're right now yeah. dig through the shit to yeah. find particular it's just changed it's not i don't know it's I probably mean, just glad. more it's yeah, more isn't it's it just loads the of fact it. you just said digging is you're right it's not the same digging but you're right it's digging digital digging yeah digital yeah. digging <laughs> it is digital digging digging digital i just yeah i don't know i've got, I've got a thing about the preservation of the history of the culture mm. and so that's my only my my gnarle at technology. But what is your definition of the history of the culture? Because the definition, well, yeah, forgive me for butting in, but like, no, that's good. For answering for you, like, your definition of the history of the culture is what you've experienced. Mm. Does that apply to the generation before us? Does that apply to the generation after us? I don't know. Well, I think yeah, I think it, I think I'm looking at this as not not as a personal thing as a as a whole scope of the whole culture. Yeah. And I, I, I'm getting just as upset. And I, I don't, I'm not hating on the people that are doing, putting these photos up. I'm not hating on them whatsoever. It's very, this part of it's personal, my, the effect it has on me. Mm. But I'm getting just as upset as seeing a 1999 or a 2001 train that's never been seen before go on to Instagram and with a short story about it and its historical nature, uh, or even going back to 86 and seeing something being put up on Instagram with a, a great story. And they are, they're beautiful photos and they're great stories, but I'm concerned that it, that cannot be, that cannot be the history. It's, that can't be where we look for our history. Right. Because we haven't got anywhere to look at them. We've got yeah. Crack and Shine, we've got brilliant what Ode's doing with all these London handstyle books mm -hmm. and London wildlife, brilliant. And Score, I think Score has done the best thing I've ever seen out of this country with his Black Book Sessions mm. stuff. It's absolutely beautiful. And although it's just about him, not about the culture, it's in a wide way. It's a brilliant documentation of his first few years and I'm looking forward to seeing more. I just, I think we need more stuff. And I'll tell you what I want to do is, uh, we, we need more stuff where we can preserve our history better, is what I'm saying. And so what I want to do, if we can't print books and printing books is too expensive and old, which I don't think it is, but I can get the, the reason into that. I want to build a website that's private and it's just there for people to, and I want to give out a username and password to anyone who wants to participate and they then just go on there and they put their stories on and they upload photos and then we start building this archive and you upload high res photos and they scan in black books and they write these stories about missions. If if you're that way inclined, if you're willing to tell the story, let's do it properly. Yeah. If you're willing to give out the photos, let's do it properly and conserve it properly and then do something with it. Mm. Because I, I don't see fine artists telling you to go to their Instagram to look at their previous work. Mm. Right? And to, oh, this is, if you, you go and ask any art, any, any profession, they're not going to tell you to go and look on Instagram. But, but you then still need someone. You, you then need a, a moderator. You need someone yeah. to say, 
this is and this isn't well, part I think, of the history. Yeah, but I think if if we did it, yeah, we do need a moderator. But I'm I'm sure that's yet to come. Right. So those types of levels of placements for people are yet to come. And I suppose there's people already there of a certain age who could be these moderators. Yeah. But we haven't got anything in system for them to be moderators of. Right. And so what oh, I want to do is exactly. make the thing yeah. that gives us that opportunity. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Don't show it off. Don't put it out there. Don't have it as a beautiful, colourful, brilliant website that's all shouting and dancing about it. No. This is literally just a fucking server yeah. that's going to hold all this information properly while we decide what we can do with it. Yeah. Because our culture has grown with technology, which has been great. Yeah. But at the same time, it could be the detriment because we could lose in 10 years time. If we don't address this, who's going to be bothered after they've spent all their time on Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the bit I'm worried I about. I completely yeah. agree. It's a big question, though. It's a real yeah. big... I know I'm asking a big question. I'm asking a lot of a lot of people as well. I'm asking them to but, really think and care about their culture. But you're not, you're not alone in that No, well. definitely not alone. And I think we all no. feel like that. Yeah, And we yeah. just need to collectively come up with yeah. like a solution or at least... I mean, you know, something's better than nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. and... I mean, it's a weird culture to come from to do this because... Although we're, we all know and love each other within the culture, mm. we've grown up with beefs, we've grown up with rivalries, we've grown up with... And although most of that shit goes as you get older and you don't really care whatever happened in the past, it's a weird thing to start everyone, ask everyone to come back in together and look back. I, I think it's fully possible. Yeah. And I've, I've, I've started a couple of conversations with web designers about the possibility of it and how it would work. And, but then I've obviously I've got to get the culture on side and get them to fill it up. Well, I'm sure you will because I feel like that's... That, that is you yeah. are the voice of the culture right here like I I th that is absolutely that, yeah. i think everyone's kind of yeah. i mean i think i'm playing devil's advocate because i'm just a bit like no but oh, we need that it's massive yeah like, and we need devil's yeah. advocate though man because you need reasoning yeah. you can't yeah it's definitely not about me just ranting right? having sort of related um and i don't want to put myself sign myself up for this but um where so me and the girls we go and do we go on naughty trips and mm -hmm. you know, we go and do our, our naughty stuff um and i made a website which was literally just like on my servers like you know, secure and everything they had a login and then that's where we shared all our photos Amazing. it was on my server yeah and that was the only way that i could get around because yep. you know you, you you've got I mean, i've got usbs and stuff which is a, a real shame i've got usbs in my trains and all sorts of like you know mm. mischief that i've got up to that literally they just sit in a drawer. Yeah. You know, and like every all of us have that. And yeah. it's like, where can we where can we put this? This is the thing, man. I think it's you know, it's doing this as well. It's having people around here every week and chatting to them. And you just I know how much I love my culture, I know how much of a mm. geek I am, I know how much I've collected and all that type of shit. But and then you're right, you're like, Yeah, we've all got these drawers. Mm. And it's like, fuck, this is actually gigantic. And not that I never knew that. Of yeah. course I knew that, but it's just so massive and I'm, I'm worried about losing grip of it. It's mm. good to hear that there's this yeah. server with this stuff on it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was quite a while ago, but I, I mean, it's doable. Yeah, it it's is. doable. Unfortunately, unfortunately, nowadays, like it's nothing's untraceable. Nothing's untraceable. Yeah, yeah. Like it, nothing's untraceable. And so, at the end of the day, someone, if anything, did you know, if it did get on top in yeah. terms of security, like there would always be one person. Yeah, there. liable. But. You know, you, you sure there's ways. I'm sure I there's ways around it. I'm sure there's ways around yeah. it, and I'm sure there's clever solicitors out there and lawyers out there that could, you know. I just, I don't know. I know it's a criminal activity, and there's literally thousands and millions upon photos of you know illegal activity. 
there just must be a way where we yeah, can celebrate there is. it. There is. Let's do it. Yeah, let's it's got to be done. Let's start then. Yeah, that's what I'm right, literally. Really? <laughs> I want to get this done. This is my my, my literally is my next big big project is to make sure I do something with this idea. Yeah, I mean, but this is people. a fantastic start. I'm loving doing this. It's a fantastic start because yeah. it's you know the other thing is it's untraceable you know because mm. you know even like with uploading images um, so I always scramble all all of my images so right. I take all the metadata out and everything like that. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't know how to do have that. A clue. So, like, that would have to be built into the system if you're, yeah. you know. Whereas this, you know, I could tell you, you know, about the time when it, you know, got raided in the yard and whatever. That could just be hearsay. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, exactly. This is just all talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> may or may not be may, true. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we never know. <laughs> You never know. Loads of photoshopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loads and loads. Great at Photoshop. Been brilliant at it for years. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So how do you do you feel like um with this work, you know, and like working in the industries you work in, do you really like that that chance to paint and that chance to DJ, is that is that the best thing? Like is that the is that like yes? I'm, yeah, I feel uh, sounds cheesy, but I feel at one. But we do. Yeah, definitely. When we get into those. Yeah, definitely. Grooves. I think. Um, it, you're kind of. Oh god, this is going to sound mad cheesy, but like you're sort of documenting a part of your soul. Like when I make a tune. Yeah. That's a part of my soul. This is it, though. But it's, it's not cheesy. Wall, it's fact. Yeah. yeah, and like, and that's what I love about graffiti as well is is the the game of uh, of um. Uh, whether you're going to flop or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The like, battle. Basic with with, with you and the wall. Yeah, you and these tools. <laughs> yeah. Like, please, you're I've like, got to I've fucking... Got the yeah. best idea and I'm going to try and do it and if it turns out, great, then, you know, but yeah. it might not. I've and got that's high what aspirations. You, but, yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and that's what keeps you keep keeping on doing it because yeah. otherwise, because, uh, you know, if, you, if you're really good every single time or really shit every single time, it, you just be like, oh, I can't bother this. Yeah. The levels of it are great. I just, you know, that, um, that being at one, that soul thing, you're right, you know, and it's, this is, I think, the point I get about being an adult and being creative and especially creative for free, mm. not for a job, just being creative. That's what I mean. Like, because life is fucking hard the older mm. we get. And you're right, the days get shorter. I don't care. They yeah. blatantly get shorter. <laughs> it is absolutely. It has to happen. Yeah. And, you know, we get caught up with everything that real life gives us, mm. you know, how life gets confusing as we get older. And so those moments mm. where, you know, I'm 38 and I'm standing at a wall wherever and painting because I found the time mm. and, you know, I've got eight hours. I've got the day. Yeah. I can <laughs> smoke, I can paint, and I can chill <laughs> with my mates afterwards. Finding that time is... Gorgeous. Is that your phone? Right. My phone's going mental. I don't know why. So good. Um, yeah, you, no, you're right. And I fully agree with you. It is that soul thing because we don't get to touch it much, mm. you know? Yeah. Especially, well, definitely when you're working, you don't, yeah. you know, yeah, no matter how yeah, close you want to get to it. Absolutely, yeah. So have you had a good summer? Did you get to paint much? Um, yeah, summers we get home, you know, I, it was like the hottest one ever. Yeah, um, it was cooler this year. So it was brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've just been at this this agency, so I've kind of just been working. Um, um, so yeah, found a new fella, Adam. He's lovely. Um, that's like my big news, really. Nice. That's life, though, isn't it? That's, <laughs> that's the real life, life shit. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I was saying. We've got to contend with it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
um yeah that's about it just in debt you know yeah. after my year off trying to be an artist and uh, just spending all of the money being like <laughs> oh it's just money it'll come and go and it's like oh, yeah, it's the, the going <laughs> is, is outweighing the coming at the moment yeah. so like, <laughs> it's a bit difficult yeah. um yeah yeah so it's been all right yeah but yeah. it's no matter what though it's all part of you yeah yeah mm. it's amazing getting older doing this thing man Definitely, considering you know it was termed a youth culture, and then you find yourself touching 40 and you're like, oh, yeah. shit. But it is the fountain of eternal youth, right? Oh, it Look really at is. <laughs> it is. Look at Zombie. <laughs> zombie hasn't aged. <laughs> zombie <laughs> literally hasn't aged. That is the fountain of youth right there. He's been at this shit 30 years and he still looks like he did when he started. Like. <laughs> Just maintaining the, that childish attitude, yeah. I think that's the thing that creativity that's it. does. It's that Peter it? Pan you know. stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I love it, yeah. Well, yeah. Candy, it's lovely having you over. Yeah, yeah. Candy, great, so. great chat. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Wicked. <laughs> well, there you go. Another dope chat in the can. And didn't it sound good, hey? I think I've got this recording thing down now. Really loved having Candy over. Dope chat, really funny. Art threw itself at her and she absorbed it. And the music thing, we didn't get into it much, but I know Candy's played loads of places and also had a pirate radio show. She loves her cultures. Another one flying the art flag, winning battles and making it look fresh. I've already got another one ready for next Friday. It's another banger. So remember, love your city and love your culture. This is F24.